Hey everyone, Chad here from the Teachable Podcast. I want to do something a bit different in this episode. Now, some of you may have read my blog post I wrote called If It Ain't Broke, Break It. I'm going to put a link to the post in the show notes. In that post, I talk about how I taught a certain way for a long time. And by a long time, I mean over nine years. And how through my experiences taking the Mallet program, Master of Arts and Learning Technology at Railroads University, and through the reading and interaction of people like Rajiv Janjiani, Jesse Stommel, Sean Michael Morris, Audrey Waters, and Clint Lalonde, to name a few, things have changed. In fact, as I mentioned in this post, it caused me to walk into my office, open my lesson plans in Evernote, and then hit the delete button. And that's not, that's true. I did do that. Now, in this episode, I want to provide you with my, my students' response to what was done. So you have to go back and read the post exactly what I did in there. But if you want to hear how they responded to it and how they felt it, this is the episode to listen to. Because what better way than to hear it from right from the mouths of the students themselves? So before I give the students the mic, I want to let you know what the context of this conversation is. I was just finishing a unit of DC Theory with them. And for this unit, I gave them a self-assessment form to fill out. I gave it to them on a Friday and asked them to spend some time on the weekend reflecting on it. And then on Monday that we would get together individually and discuss the marks. What they basically asked them to do was go through each section of the unit and grade themselves. Basically, I asked them what they thought they deserved for grading the unit. After that, I sat down with each of them and we had a discussion about how they graded themselves and why. So one thing that blew my mind was unanimously, they all graded themselves much lower than I would have assessed them. Now, these guys had taken some summative and formative exams along the way. They had some assignments that they had handed in and had handed back. So they had already received grades. And what I found amazing was that they actually graded themselves lower than the grades that I actually had given them. So after we had our discussions and came to an agreement on the grade, and I ended up bumping every single one of them up, I asked them if I could ask them three questions. Now, not everybody was comfortable talking on the mic, and I totally understand that. But the, in my discussions with the students who didn't want to be recorded, I found that they resonated with the ones that did. So take a listen to what all the students are saying, because they're basically speaking for everyone. And you'll see that there's common themes throughout their responses. So in this episode, I want to ask the question, and then you're going to hear the student responses. At the end of the episode, I just want to follow up with some of the biggest takeaways that I had from this experience. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to the Electrical Foundation class of 2018. All right, your name please, sir. Uh, uh, R.F. Anif. I'm Ben Hugie. Philip Broderick. Uh, Javi Turn. Gregory Varga. Josh Karn, here. My name is Armand. Andrew Bowie. Uh, my name is Brendan Dale Stapina. Uh, Camel G. Baines. In this question, I asked them, how they like to have the day split up between a practical shop time in the morning and theory in the afternoon. Typically what I had done up to this point is we would have a month or two of strictly theory classroom time and then we would go into the shop and spend like a month and a month and a half in the shop working on the tools all day, every day, and then back into the classroom. So what I did was decided to split it up where we spend the morning in the shop and the afternoon in the classroom doing theory and to continue that throughout the year, which is why I basically had to redo all my lesson plans and rewrite it all because it's changed everything. So take a listen to what their responses are in regards to how they liked having the day split up. It was almost unanimously that they loved having these days split. Some of them felt they would rather have worked in the afternoon rather than the morning, but I'll let you take a listen to yourself. It's like the best thing ever. Yeah. I actually told like everyone, all my friends and everyone, like it's just, 
it's a good way to constantly keep refreshing. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like if we did, like, two months just... Or if it was just, like, shop time and theater time, it would get, like, too saturated. Yeah. And, like, especially theory, like, it's way... It's kind of, like, better for the brain, I, I think. I love it. Yeah? It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's making the day go by. It feels great for me, anyways, watching you guys in there. Yeah. Time flies. And just, like, the, the mornings feel way better. You just, like get up you kind of do a little work and you wake up first of all instead yeah. of like sitting through a bunch of like theory and math at the beginning of the day cool and then you can kind of like focus and you kind of like dial in by the end of the day awesome i really enjoy it the shop stuff's coming along very well yeah. when i first started in there i had no idea what was going on <laughs> and now it's like i honestly feel like i could wire my own house at this point <laughs> yeah well you guys are doing <laughs> some good part. in there i totally awesome so i know i feel like it's very useful and then the spending that half of the day in doing uh, theory and all that's also very helpful because then I feel like honestly spending the second half of the day doing theory was a lot more helpful than the first half just for the reason that uh, when we come in here in the morning we're kind of a little asleep and yeah. Yeah. going to the shop first really seemed to help and kind of wake us up and then yeah. we come back here and yeah it's, it seems perfect so far I really like that half day shop half day theory because like you get more reps in the shop over time yeah I guess and then like get the theory up in the afternoon and it's like when you come in the morning you, you know what you're gonna do yeah like you're hyped to do that yeah get that out of the way and then in the afternoon you can just kind of relax and go over the theory it makes coming to school fun there's no dull day you know that you're working in the shop and then there's a classroom time too it's spread out well yeah keeps you engaged I, that's better i think you know you learn and then you go do hand-on work yeah totally so you're learning all the time it is a good idea to like uh, spend some time in the shop and a uh, few times the theory. It, it's like a boring to do all the theory during the day and then the practical whole day. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a uh, good to have a some few time in shop and few time. I totally agree. I think I like it better because we have like more hands on in the shop. Yeah. Knowing how to wire everything, which is like important to me. Yeah. And then learning the theory, all of that. I'm pretty sure, like, all everything will, like, come in one together, like, yeah. one day, right? Totally, it does, it does, yeah. totally. Morning, it's, it's better for me because, you know, morning goes by quick and then afternoons are a little more relaxed and not as physical, right? Like, yeah. It's, I, I like it. Yeah, I find the days are flying. Yeah, they're going by, like, it's already two months in. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. Well, I like it because, like, yeah, in the shop, time flies, so yeah. I find we get it done first thing in the morning. I'm, I'm a little torn up on what I like more is doing it either in the morning or the afternoon, because afternoon it's like you clean up and then get out of here. Yeah, yeah. In the morning, it's it's, it's do your stuff, clean up, and then go for lunch. I, I don't know. I like both. Yeah, that's yeah. either or. You could you could keep switching it every day, and I probably wouldn't mind. Right. As opposed to, like, if I did a full day of theory and you did a full day of shop, you'd prefer the half day stuff? Yeah, I, I, I like it half a little bit. Yeah. Like... For this question, I asked them how they felt about being asked to grade themselves. So take a listen and hear what they thought. Typically, it was a, it was different for them, but all in all, I think that they had a great experience with it, and it's something that I think we've all agreed that we're going to continue on with. My own mark, it helps me like realize what I need help on, like myself, and what I can work on to improve, like a mark I want. Yeah. For the mark I want. Cool. I appreciate that. Uh, well, I've, ne I've never, I've never necessarily done it before. Like usually, and it was always there was something similar. Where there'd be a rubric, but yeah, yeah, there was no interview. You see, the teacher would just smack you and. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
<laughs> yeah, it was a little painful. Cool. Are you liking it though? Well, I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the course are just no, just to be. Well, I mean, I'm glad you love the course too. But <laughs> the the idea of being able to sit down with me and talk about your mark and yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's a little new for me, but it, it's, it's all right. Cool. No, I appreciate the honesty. I found it pretty useful because it gives me a better understanding of where exactly you think I stand. Yeah. So I have my own idea of where I think I stand, and a lot of times that could contradict with what you think where I stand as well. So yeah. Kind of gives you a better understanding of my knowledge and how you, the way you see how I know everything. This is a kind of good thing. Like uh, you can assess yourself, uh, uh, like uh, on what stand you are on, and you can ass- uh, like in the future you can assess your work. Is it a good or no? Yeah. So th- I think this is a good idea. I like because it's a good way to reevaluate yourself and see what you need to improve on, come test time. It's pretty good. It gives us a chance to like reflect and actually like do some self-evaluation because mm-hmm. like if you if you're just kind of like waiting for other marks it's kind of like you're just dependent on that but if you look at yourself that's the best way to grow I don't know in my opinion I really liked it um it got like I got a chance to really like reflect on if I like really knew this stuff uh I actually quite like it um you get to kind of like grade yourself obviously because it's a self-evaluation. Yeah. But um, you get, like, it's a little more personal, and, like, if you make mistakes, like, I made a mistake on the last test, but right. I can still kind of prove that I'm doing a good job, and I can kind of, like, justify how it's going. Right, and it's not just kind of left to a test, and then yeah. away we go. Yeah, so... Cool. One big new thing that I've tried out is splitting the group, or splitting the class into groups of four. I call them pods. And in those pods, they work together in the shop. They have to check on each other's work before they call me over to grade it. They also work with each other on problems when we do the theory. I have them do group quizzes, and I have them do lab quizzes together. So I've really focused on getting this team built. Now, also, they don't keep the same group before the whole year. I've been, for the past month, switching it up. So I was going once a week kind of changing things up. And then I've kept the same groups together for the past two weeks because all of them asked if they could just stay with the same group for a while. So I, I listened and I thought I would try that out. I hate to mention, break it to them, but in a few more weeks, I will be moving them around again. But shh, don't tell them that. So I asked them, how do you like being split into groups of four? Uh, like some people are like hard to work with and others, but like, I feel like if it's not difficult, like that, if it's difficult and challenging, like that's in the long run, it's gonna help. Mm-hmm. Like in when you're on the job, like you're not gonna choose who you work with. True. So like you should be like it's just kind of like applicable skills actually. Yeah. Not like it's not supposed to be easy. True. Because if it's easy, then you're not actually like getting gaining anything. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Sweet. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Chad. Group so far. Uh, it's good. Like uh, you, uh, you, you can understand how to work with the different people, mm-hmm. and so it will be like uh, good for your f- in the future stuff when you're working on the on sites with the different uh, people. Totally, so you can understand uh, the uh, the different peoples about uh, what are they thinking, and uh, you can get uh, more ideas from others. Working in groups makes you feel like you're in the actual field, like. Because in the actual field, you're not going to be working alone every day, right? Right, right. You'll be working with others, like talking to others, yeah. helping others out, yeah. and all that. It's better. Like, yeah. This is all honest opinion, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's, it's, it's better. But uh, like I enjoy everything of the group part better. It's just that 
sometimes I want to do like the tests like myself because yeah. it like it kind of it gets conflicting and you know you think you're right yeah you could be wrong like of course right but yeah just I don't know just like the quiz that you guys did on Friday yeah. right you guys yeah. had four guys and four different answers and yeah yeah it gets frustrating at times but yeah I guess it just it's it's a good experience though yeah oh it's quite fine yeah I, I like my partners there yeah it's, you guys you got a good group there they also paid to be <laughs> yeah, that's that's true so. awesome well thanks yeah. very much Brendan. Love it. Yeah, having the groups of four is a good yeah. thing. Yeah, and you can help each other out. And once if you're teaching other people, then you know you understand. So yeah, you have more totally knowledge good. of it. Awesome. Well, it's not often I get to say this to you, but thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so there you go. Aren't they a great group? Like you have no idea how much I look forward to going to school and to work with these guys. Their attitudes are unbelievable, and it's just been a fantastic crew. And just to be able to sit down and ask those questions and have them be so forward and so open about how they felt about it all. My big takeaways from this was the uh, whole idea of self-assessment has been something I've been kind of toying with for the past couple of years, and would just I would talk to my students about it, but I've never actually tried it in any kind of formal setting. So what I would do is I would set up a Google form, and with that Google form, I would just send it out to the class via WhatsApp or whatever kind of um, outlet I'm using or email. And then I usually do it on a Friday now. And I have them think about it over the weekend. And then after that, on by tell them that by Sunday night, I would like to see all of them in. There's usually one or two stragglers that don't get them in until Monday morning when I talk to them. And I mention that on Tuesdays, generally now Tuesdays that we have our time. So when I send them to the shop on Tuesday morning, I sit in my office and then I have them go through, come back and sit in my office and sit and talk to me and discuss these marks. Now, it's been unbelievable the different kind of feedback I'm getting from them. They are telling me what they've liked about the lessons. They've been so I'm learning myself. They've been telling me about the things that they've been getting lost in, as well as the things that they feel like they could be working on. So it's it's going both ways. It's not only just a self-assessment, but it's an assessment of myself as well. So I can find out where I am going, where I can need to tweak things or make some of the lessons more interactive, or if they were boring, kind of trying to figure out how to make it a, a little more of an enriching experience for them all. So this assessment is not just for them, it is also for me. And it's also for me to make sure that they are understanding and to be able to sit down with each and every one of them and to have a relationship with these guys to find out where they're at and to have them and to just let them know that this is a completely 100% safe place where they can share and let me know where they're standing with it. And I have got 16 students and out of the 16, I can tell you honestly, I feel like all 16 of them are completely being honest and they're giving great assessment. Another thing that has just been blowing my mind, a big takeaway for me, is splitting these guys into groups of four. Like I said before, I would have them just sitting in a typical classroom situation. We'd have two rows of tables, uh, four rows of tables, sorry, two rows with four students sitting at them. That's 16 students in total. Now that I've got them sitting in these pods, it's had to change the whole dynamic of the classroom because in order to set the pods up for them all to see the the whiteboard where I do questions on the board and do my little lectures, uh, they've got to be situated in a certain way. And which means that I can't, usually I would spend all day writing on the board and which is fine. And they would get a lot of value out of it. But now I've had to talk about more about flipping a lesson so that they don't have to spend all the time looking at the board. I've got problems that I'm getting them to work out. I've got them developing their own notes as opposed to just blindly writing mine down. 
and also interacting with each other. I tell them, I put a question on the board that's challenging. I make sure that it is a little bit challenging, but not too hard. And then I have them, I say, I'm not going to answer any of your questions. I want you guys as a group to see what you can come up with. And for the first few bit, the first few questions, as I did this, I would have the odd guy who'd kind of get brave and come up and ask me questions. But now they know that I'm just going to be sending them back and telling them to talk to their group. It is unbelievable how these students are working out problems that normally would take me, I don't know, probably a couple of days just to get the process and the, everything worked through with them. They're figuring it out all on their own. And students who would be struggling like at the beginning of the year with their math are clicking with these problems very, very quickly. It is unbelievable how this is working. So again, I always knew that the best way to learn something was to teach it. And you heard it in the interviews there too. Some of them said that being in the groups is great because then you have to teach the other students along the way. And the best way to learn it is to teach it. So that is one of these things that I have just, my whole practice is changing on. I would love to talk more about the whole flipped learning aspect, not just the flipped classroom, because I'm not necessarily sure that the idea of the flipped classroom, having the students like watch a lecture at night at home for homework, and then doing the worksheets and work at in the classroom is necessarily 100% the right way. But there's a method called flipped learning, which I think I will be discussing more in my next episode on the Teachable Podcast. I really want to dive deep into this whole aspect of flipped learning versus flipped classroom. They're very similar, and but there's still there's there's other things to them, and that's that's something that I'm really working on now and spending a lot of time and practicing with the class and trying to determine how we can do that, and at the same time have them come up with some sort of artifact out of it that is not just a disposable kind of throwaway worksheet, but something that can actually add value. So I'm I'm toying with the idea of a wiki or a website that they can start adding to, but that's something that I'll bring up later on. So that's it. I, I just wanted you guys to hear exactly where these guys were, my students were coming from and how they felt about this. I will probably have a couple more interviews later on as the year progresses on their ideas about the, the flipped learning methods that we're using and maybe a check-in later on down the road. All right. Well, thanks a lot for listening and we will catch you on the next episode. Hopefully it won't be more than a couple months like these seem to come through and hope you're all doing well. Talk to you later. <laughs>